Welcome to the Dumb Idea Podcast Show with Mike and Alex. We thank you for joining us as we have a couple of beers and a cigar and talk about what's going on in our lives. Grab an adult beverage and a smoke and settle in with us. Please like, subscribe, and comment on each show so we can hear whether you agree or disagree with our take on things. Listen wherever your favorite podcasts are and at www.dumbideapodcast.com. All right. So they, they say don't talk religion or politics on anything or with friends or or especially with, with strangers. And, well, we're going to probably talk about with strangers right now. And the big question I've got is people that are religious, are they there for the religion and to live their life by a certain creed? Or are they there to make friends and only for the community? Essentially, if this was, if this was a, if you could make friends at the Starbucks down the road, a Sunday coffee clatch, would these, would some people get the same uh, output from it than they would go into church? What are, what is what are they going to church for? Is I guess what I'm getting at, and and how this kind of came up was my wife uh, my wife took a meal to an old friend of ours, and she just had a baby, and it's just something you do in the first few weeks of getting used to a new baby in the house. You you don't want to find time to cook a decent meal, and so my wife and and our friend got to talking. And the backstory with this friend is that we've been friends with her for 13 years or so. And my wife and her started teaching at the same school, became quick friends. And so we just, that's how the friendship kind of started. She ends up, she ends up meeting this great guy. They get married. She becomes a mother to his two kids from a previous marriage. They have since had two more children. And, and that's how we end up at present day. She has the second child or child number four, however you want to start counting. Before COVID, they were very involved with their church. They went to one of the the mega churches. This, is, this isn't like you know Roman Catholicism. It's it's one of the kind of churches that's a huge warehouse. Right, where it's, hey, I'm Pastor Steve. Right, and, and Pastor a, Steve's playing guitar. Right, And they okay. got the lights flashing. There's no incense. There's no smoke them and soak them uh, pomp and circumstance. No nuns, none of that. Uh, it's it's one of the, the churches very centered on Jesus, not necessarily God, uh, and they were happy. Nothing wrong with that, right? I, I'm not here. To, I'm not knocking religion in any of this. But then COVID happens, and our friends are a little more on the scared side. I mean, it, reasonably so with all the messaging coming out about it. I don't I don't blame people who are extra cautious. So her and her husband slid back from the church friends in person. Uh, did less of the social events in person. Um, and, and those people weren't apprehensive by getting together during COVID. Again, no judgments. Everyone handled this differently. Right. You do you. Right. It's, yeah. it's, and, you know, that's probably a responsible way to do it. You, if it's going to be a, a person, a health issue for you, then you take the precautions you think. So I don't see anyone do anything wrong there. But now COVID restrictions are lifting, and our friends were looking to get back out there with their church friends. And, they weren't getting much feedback. Okay. They, they put a, Hey, let's get together. 
nothing. So she, since she's had the second baby, some of these church friends have brought her food, just like we did. And they got to talking. And they said flat out, when, when our friend brought it up with them, hey, what's going on? How come we haven't heard much from anybody? They said flat out, you missed a lot of things this year. And I've learned I don't need your friendship. And I'm not the only one who thinks this way. <laughs> Mike drops and walks out. Wow. Here, right? Here's your tuna casserole. I, yeah, hope you they, I hope you don't choke on it. Yeah, that that's what it was. Not a very not a very Christian thing to do. So, so well, no, not and that's the other thing. Like these are these are not casual churchgoers, right? right? And so it, it's got my friend now thinking that they basically can't go back to their church because of how awkward it will be to go back and see these people who basically said we don't need you as friends. Like they just got tossed out. Yeah, that's like and it's not even like. And it, it doesn't even sound like they did anything. Like, at least if they were, were excommunicated, they, they earned it. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like they earned it at all. They were just doing what they thought they was best for them and their family. And I get it with with young with a new baby. You're not going to be out running around with, uh, you know, during COVID. I, I get that. I am more of a, you know, eh, whatever kind of guy. But I don't cast judgment on those that are more cautious but, uh, again, I'm not here to judge them on pulling back from their community in person right right everyone everyone got through this how they got through this I've got no judgments on anyone how they wanted to do this I guess what I'm coming at it is, is because their friends were from the church it's not very church like to basically say well because you weren't there peace Right, we're done with you. Like, not if you're friends. Like, there's. It wasn't like they did anything wrong, but they're basically getting kicked out of the friend circle because of how they didn't get together with people. I don't know. Maybe they thought they were being judgmental of the friends, and maybe that's why. But it it just seems really odd that that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be holier than thou a little bit. But when, when a friend who you did a lot with all of a sudden says, you know what, I'm going to back away just because of this health situation. And they say, I'm out. I'm done right. with you. Like, imagine if they had some other, say they had they were immunocompromised for something else and there was no COVID, but they couldn't be around. Like in Seinfeld and they had Bubble Boy. Yeah. If it was a condition like that, like, hey, I can't be around because if I get the common cold, I'm going to die where they have done the same thing. Right. And you know, that's it's a it's a hard question to add. Like, it's it's a it's a, a strange situation because what they're doing is not all that uh, doesn't really reflect the values of any of any church that I've ever been associated with. Well, and then something else kind of came up where you know, I watch other YouTube channels and, and podcasts and whatever we all do. And there's one I watch called full time freedom tour. And mostly I watch it for the RV stuff because the guy is usually showing videos of him fixing his RV, but he's either, I think he's a singer as well. I, I'm just not familiar with, with him as a singer, but him and his wife, they, they do this basically video blog series called the full time freedom tour. I'll leave a, the, a link to their channel below if you and rvs uh they've had two and i think in the last three years or so and he shows how he's been fixing a few things and 
it's more of an RV channel. It's not much about church or, or, or country singing. The thing they brought up, though, they, they did a special one-time episode. And it was just the camera on both of them in the RV sitting down and having a conversation about this very same thing. It just was mere coincidence that I saw that video probably about two weeks before this happened where my wife came back and told me this story with our friends. And I wonder if COVID kind of brought out something amongst the church community where certain people, and and maybe there are certain political beliefs that came into play here where they pretty much said, you believe this, you must be like this. You're out. Yeah, that I, I was just thinking that because so a lot of it fell when you think of a public health issue, you'd think why would it come fall along partisan lines? And this one really did. It fell and and maybe they taught it almost as a I mean, not to get back to a previous episode, but maybe almost as a as a virtue signal. Uh or the other side is there's a whole lot of signaling going on, at least in people's perspectives. So if you have people that are super afraid of it and you're not, you might think, oh, you know, well, you must be a Democrat because you're afraid of COVID and I'm a Republican and I'm not. Or maybe they, they, you're right. Maybe they just think they're judging them yeah. for, for them. Well, you must think it's not real if you're out doing X, Y, and Z. Right. It, it may be, and, and you're a scaredy cat because you're, because you're staying at home. You're right. Maybe, maybe the people that were out doing some things thought those people were being judgmental of them not to go down a, a rabbit hole, but that's a lot of the problems that people have had is they, they're being told to do X, Y, Z, not do X, Y, Z. And then the very people that are passing down these edicts are out doing exactly what they're telling people not to do. Right. So at that point, it's like, well, you can't even follow your own rules. So screw R- you rules for thee, but not for me. Right. Exactly. Yeah, right. And, and you know, to get back to the, to the, to the church thing if you're talking and i don't want to go and and guess at the at the political persuasions of this church but if i were to wager i would wager that that church would probably be more on the conservative side on the red side which would be on the more you know uh not quite following the guidelines as much as they as 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 others so maybe they did look at them as okay well Maybe we didn't know you as much as we thought we did because you're obviously, uh, you're left of us because you're following these precautions to the letter, and we've decided that we're not doing that. Yeah, but and then you get into the question of, you know, or, or what what's your criteria to be friends with someone now? Right, they, they got they got to believe your political views. Your so religion, religion apparently wasn't enough. No, right? Yeah, religion did not hold that friendship together. Right. And and that's the the other thing, you know, just just because you're of the same religion doesn't mean you're automatically going to be friends, but you make friends within that in that group. And then once you do, you know, if you're going to bring somebody food because I just had a baby, which my, my wife had three of them and people brought us food and that was great. But I didn't forget how to cook. I didn't have a baby. and I'm the one that does all the cooking anyway. So I knew how to like, OK, great. Th- thanks. You know, I'll heat this up and eat it but i mean i'm more than capable of making a tray of baked ziti or yeah, but you know why people do it though yeah they, they do it because you as the father you're helping you, i mean you're you're helping out your wife with the other two kids or with even with the baby everything look you're adding a human to the mix right yeah. 
everything is not you're not going to have your daily a, routine. A labor labor intensive human. Right. Yeah. And so people people bring the food. Yeah, and that's, they, and that's, they just want to help. And it's awesome. I think people want to they want to uh, they want to come over and see you and see the baby and all that. And that's that's all awesome. Like I, I'm not saying that. Hey, don't do that. Like if I mean, you want to bring me a casserole? I, I haven't had we haven't had a baby in three years. Bring me a casserole. Like I'm down. Um, you know, maybe a tray of potatoes or gratin and some uh, mac and cheese. Like, awesome, bring it over. And and that's the thing. Like, what I don't get with and there's a lot of different religious pe- people who claim this religion or that that don't follow the the full teachings of of the church or whatever religious work. And you know, if if you break most religions down, they they're there's a line in The Simpsons where. Uh, where Ned Flanders was was annoying Reverend Lovejoy, and the Reverend said, uh, "Ned, have you tried any of the other religions? They're all pretty much the same." <laughs> and, I mean, and when you think about it, they all—I mean—be nice to each other, you know, live for a higher purpose. There's there's more to this than more to this world. That there's more there's more beyond what we see here. And then when you get to some of the specific te- teachings of of these other churches, I, I never understood. Uh, how there are there are Catholics, practicing Catholics that can support candidates who are pro-choice. I even like the I don't even like the term pro-choice. Right. Um, but how they how do you reconcile that? Right. And because it goes against the teachings of the church, like smack dab in the face of it. Um, and I'm not saying the church's position is you know right, wrong, or indifferent, but right. right. But you, you're going to this church and. You're you're not following your thought process doesn't follow theirs, right? So why belong to that church when you could belong to another one that right. more aligns with your thought process? And and maybe it's just because people were brought up in it, right? This is where I've always gone. This is where I'm going to continue to go. I'll just overlook some things. Yeah, um, like I, some of these people that go to the. I don't want to call them a mega church. I don't think that's what, I don't know what the actual name is, but for example, like the Joel Osteen church. Oh yeah. The, this, he bought the Alamo dome yeah. in Houston. That's his church. Yep. That's where he films his service and he sells out the Alamo dome. I'm sorry. The Astrodome. Now, the, the Alamo dome was in San Antonio. Astrodome. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. Yeah. It's one of those, those old, it's a, a, an old sports arena. They right. played like NBA games in this thing. And they're selling it out as a as a church, which okay, that that's awesome. But of all the money they're bringing in, where's it going? He, he's living high on that hog, right? Right. Because there are these guys that fly around on private jets, and Jesus walked through the barefoot the, the desert barefoot. Yet these guys are flying around on private jets, so. Are you a humble servant of the Lord, or are you self-aggrandizing, or yeah, or, or are you Profiting. a profiteer? Yeah, right. You're there. You might have started with the humble beginning of I just want to lead my flock, and then you were like, oh wait a minute, there's a lot of money coming in here. Yeah, and I can grow this now. Now you're a full-fledged LLC. Although because you're a church, you're a five hundred one c three, and you ain't you're not paying taxes on that. Right. That's a whole other topic, but I. I it brings me back to the question. Are are people living their religion? 
And if not, is it because you just, it's what you were brought up in? Or is it because that's your community? Those are where your friends are. And if you were to leave that church, you'd have to leave the friends. It's, I don't know, there's a lot of documentaries on on uh, Warren Jeffs, the the Latter Day Saints. Okay. Where they had plural marriage, and how it, it seems somewhat uh, it seems oppressive to women, or women are disadvantaged in, in that life. I, I have no idea. I don't. I, I'm just saying that's how they portray it, right? And there's a movement from women who have left to get other women out. But do a lot of women stay because that's all they've known. And if they leave, they've got to leave their mother, their father, brothers, sisters. Their, well, their entire, entire family, friends, they're all associated in that, within that church. So, Well, and once you leave, and if you leave that church, they shun you. Yeah, you're like the, it's like the Amish that if you leave, they shun you. Like they won't even talk to you. Right. I've got a feeling though that some of these other churches, where if you leave, your social life is probably gone too. Not that they might shun you to that extent, but if I'm going to hang out with my friends from where I go every Sunday, it, it's almost like it's the organization to. To meet up with the friendship, right? It's the Sunday coffee clutch at Starbucks, only the church is organizing it. Right. Right? So you get to see your friends every Sunday. Someone's got the someone's got the, the, the house you're going to. They got the keg. They got the 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 food. The barbecue's going. And I'm being facetious here, but you, you get my point. There's an organized social group going on. And if you leave that church... Your entire social life goes away. Kids' well, friends go away. Your friends go away. Yeah, well, I think you you have you know you're kind of hitting the nail on the head there. It's it's like any people that don't have a diverse group of friends, and if your entire friend group of friends or your entire social circle resides within those walls, then yeah, if you leave, you are. But to be so your wife's friend to be treated like that. I mean that's that's kind of you know, that that kind of gets into cattiness and clickiness and you know and others feel the same way. Okay, like that that's just to me that's that's you know ridiculous. Did they all get together? Or was just this one lady that kind of got together? And because you know that, how that could work, there could be the 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 one uh, you know the one the one messenger. She, yeah. could, she could have been the one messenger. It was only one person that told her, right? But she she definitely said, well, the rest of the, the rest of the group feels the same way. Yeah. So whether they do or not, she doesn't know. But now they essentially have to find a new church because they 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 are believers of what that church was was putting out there. They don't want to lose the faith aspect. They don't. Right. But it's going to be hard for them to keep going to that church because then it's just awkward. Then it's not because you've got now you've got to see those people every Sunday. Now that people are going back to church. And do you want to go somewhere where it's awkward? Yeah. And the answer is no. It's it's unenjoyable at that well, point. Yeah. Why would you, when there are other options that are, that are out there. So, so they're, they're going to look for a new church, but it, it kind of raised the bigger issue of 
are people going to church for the friendships or are they going for the religion? And I mean, in my opinion, you go to church or your, or your temple or your mosque, you are there for the religion. Now, that being said, obviously you want to, you're going to look for friendships with people you have things in common with. Right. Right. Religion is something that can start can spark the friendship. Right. Mm -hmm. Hey, we both believe this. It's the icebreaker. Yeah. And we all we all know as adults, it's hard to make new friends. Right. So the icebreaker is the ultimate way to kind of ingratiate yourself. Right. With someone it's, it's, it's not like when you were in elementary school and you'd walk and be like, you want to play with me? Right. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're friends. Right. Um, if I walked up to some random dude at a bar, be like, hey, you want to play with me? Like, I'm probably going to get punched in the face. Probably. Um, so I, I get that. Like, a lot of the icebreakers, I mean, most of our friends now are people in the neighborhood, uh, sports teams, friends from work. That's pretty much it. Like, I'm not, we're not meeting random people out. Of, we, we don't go out anymore. We got little kids. We're not going out anymore. So our friend circle comes from work, from, and even the people that I used to hang out with from, from work, I don't really hang out with them anymore because they all have had kids and moved on and are now hanging out with their neighbors and their kids from, you know, parents from sports teams and, and all this stuff. So well, proximity is the, is probably the ultimate icebreaker. Yeah. Right. Because you don't have to go far. It's, right. it's, it's a lot of convenience to not have, like, you, you, you walk maybe a quarter mile to a neighborhood uh, playground yeah. where you see the same people. Yeah. Versus, I got to get in my car. I got to make sure, the, I got to make sure the kids are buckled in the seats. I got to make sure we got snacks because God, you know, forbid we have we don't have snacks for a ten minute ride. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's just a lot of it becomes just kind of a pain. Whereas you walk down to the neighborhood park, uh, park and and you and you see the same people and those people become friendly with you. Yeah, it's proximity. Um, so it, it 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 with the religion part of it though, proximity comes into play. Mm -hmm. Because every Sunday you're going to this place because you want to do your worship. Well, there, there is or, pro or there Saturday is, yeah, for something. There, there's there's proximity. Then there's also a, a you think a shared set of values. Right. And that's so, the other thing. Yeah, if if I go to the Catholic Church, and I should be relatively, it should, it should be a relatively safe assumption that the people at the Catholic Church have similar values, sets of values to me. It might not be identical, you know, but you'd want to say that at least. Some people have some of the similar ideas, outlooks, positions on various issues or on things on life. And, and great, I don't want, I think life would be boring if all of my friends agreed with me 100% on everything. Um, so, but you definitely, you're going in there with at least, hey, you believe that, you believe in Jesus. You believe in the sacraments you believe in in that you believe that it's that you should be going to church every sunday so there is a a baseline set of values within those walls that you think of now in the situation you're saying <laughs> doesn't look like there really was and now what are those people there for are they just there for for status you know is that is that one of their their big deals is is that what draws them to like because i know there's some of those those big churches to build some of these things, some of these massive construction projects, everyone donates money to the church. If you go to church, you, I mean, some people do. My dad would be cheap with it. He'd throw a dollar in the collection tray. Like, come on, dude, you're well, a GS-15. You, you can put more than a dollar in there. But nowadays, it'd be, it, these people aren't using collection trays. 
No. It's online donations. Oh, yeah, online it's donations. Set, set up your monthly PayPal donation. Yeah. They're, so, reoccurring uh, debit card. There are people who, to build some of these churches, will go and get a second mortgage on their home. And then I've been in some of these churches for weddings and different things like that and where there's, like, preferred seating. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. so they get better seats. So everyone knows it's you go if you go to a MLB baseball game, you know the people sitting right behind home plate and behind the dugouts paid pretty good money for those seats. Right. Should it be that way in church? Aren't we all equal under the eyes of of God? Where no, because the the Smiths are sitting right in the front row, and I know that in order to get a front row seat at this place. You have to donate a hundred thousand dollars a year, right. so you know that they donated a hundred grand a year. So then, is it much different? I mean, if I'm looking at that, I'd rather go to the baseball game. Right. You know, it's I, I can drink beer throughout the baseball game. So, but, but it's not. I mean, this isn't even. It, it, if that's where they want their money to go, that's where they want it to go. Like you, you really can't do anything about that, right? Like you yeah. would choose. You might choose baseball. They're going to choose. They they want to donate this money to the church, right? But. Yeah, is that church or temple or mosque, whatever it is, are they preaching the type of lifestyle that you want to emulate? And if it were me, look, and I'm not, I'm not one to judge that those people that that said it, uh, those words to my friend, but I, I kind of am. I'm, I'm going to come out judgy on this one. That's that's not very Jesus like. No, that you that you pretty much said rather than welcome welcome them, can't even speak welcoming them back into the fold. You just said we don't need you, and, the and thing you're is out. They, and they and it's not like they ever they ever left the fold. It's not like they went on a heroin bender, right? Or were out, you know, like hey, let's let's give our eh, let's not go to church. Let's be swingers for the next year. It's not like they were doing something like that. Like they just didn't go to church because they're afraid of the disease that was the of the virus that was getting pumped in everybody's head that it was going to kill everyone so maybe they even streamed it try to keep in touch with people right but because you're not right here in front of me and i've determined that uh you know what well this is really too much effort there's there's no getting the coffee or breakfast after church when you're doing it virtually right the the community aspect is definitely lost there yeah i think covid has actually brought out some profiteering of of the uh, industry of friendship. Mm-hmm. There's this one guy, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say his name because I don't want to promote it because I think it's garbage. Essentially, what he's doing is he's promoting a place for men to join. His basically come be friends with me, and oh by the way, it's a hundred dollars a month. So it's kind of like a. I was going to say it's like a fraternity, but no, they're... Yeah, they're, that's exactly what it is. But, you, but at least there are girls going to the fraternity. Right. This <laughs> like, is yeah, grown, cheap beer. This, this is grown men. Right. That, And you're basically joining a forum, an online forum, where you can talk to other men. And, that, you know, there's this... It's it's labeled as a, a group of like-minded men who want to support each other and work towards the same goal now it's not a collective though it's not one of those things where like they're they all start the same business and they work for the same goal no 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 you're going to join this forum and people are going to pat you on the back and rah rah you and maybe make you maybe help you get you, you your life better or whatever um but you're essentially paying for friendship 
Wow. I actually think I actually think it's one hundred and twenty dollars a month. That's not one hundred. You're you're talking big bucks now. Annual though, or or lifetime is like thirty five hundred dollars to be. Think about that thirty five hundred dollars for a membership to be friends with somebody, and not even because I guarantee you, if you were like, "Hey, dude, I'm gonna be in this town where you're at. Want to hang out?" No, nope. He wouldn't even tell you. Probably no way to get in direct contact with this dude. Like if if you listen to the podcast that he has. Oh wow, that's your direct contact with well, him. And of course, you can pay for super chats. Oh, that's another direct monetary value to the guy. <laughs> like the the idea of this, that you know, rather than going and finding people local to you, you're now going to pay this guy money to be friends with other guys that paid money to be friends with this guy so it's like you're essentially just friends with a bunch of idiots like you do you you remember that movie i can't remember the movie it was a kevin hart movie and josh gad and josh gad was about to get married but he had no friends to be his best man and oh yeah i think was it called best man it might have i'm not sure but it, it was basically josh gad went and paid this dude a couple thousand dollars. Yes. To pretend like he was his best friend from college. Yep. Yeah, he was, uh, God, that movie was, because uh, all this dude, all his friends were like his wife's girlfriends. Right. And they said, who's going to be the best man? And he had no idea. Right. So then he finds Kevin Hart. But the thing is, like, at least, so, and it is hard for, for dudes to make. For, there was another movie similar to that with, um, What's the guy's name? Um, he was in Knocked Up. Not Seth Rogen, but Seth Rogen, I guess, was his Paul brother. Rudd? Yes, Paul Rudd. There's a movie with Paul Rudd like that, too. Yeah, it was Paul Rudd and the really tall, lanky guy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and he just was like this dude that was just a nice guy that didn't have any friends with, with anyone. And, right. I mean, the thing is, at least in that situation, like the dude's performing a service, and it's an actual person there. But... Like who is this? Like is this guy famous? Like, I mean, he, he he was someone who he became somewhat famous in conservative political circles, and then he started going on other people's podcasts, and kind of he kind of built a brand for himself, and okay. then he started podcasting on his own. Now he might have done some stuff before that, but essentially he launched this brand after I guess he got doxxed by the the left. Okay. Um. But he he built the brand up, but it seems creepy to me that well, you're no. going to seek out lonely people, and you know their weaknesses that they're lonely, and you're going to exploit that by saying, "Well, I'll be your friend for a hundred and twenty dollars a month." Right. Yeah. But so I, I guess it, it rolls back into the question of the religion: is is maybe religion? playing that role for some people it could it i think it definitely can be I, I, you know so you have and how much of it is just branding so i go to the catholic church and i grew up episcopalian but my wife is catholic so i just switched and they're close enough you know um picked up some extra guilt with the catholic church that's not there with the episcopal church but nothing like some good know, guilt yeah yeah, so the, the you know, what people say, what's the difference between the Episcopal Church and the Catholic Church? I'd say, yeah, Episcopal Church, no pope, no guilt. But, you know, so that's that's kind of where we went. But 
how much of it is is branding? Why didn't I go to the 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 big church with the with the coffee bar and the bands? Right. I remember when I was a kid, we walked in. My dad wanted to go to something. He was mad at our church, so we went to a different church, and we walked in, and there were balloons on the altar, and the guy was tuning a guitar, and we turned around and left. My dad's like, "Nope," because that's not what he was looking for. He was looking for you know, uh, smoke them and soak them, organs, choirs, all that. He was not looking for guitars and somebody else who is, but at, you know, a lot of, a lot of it I think is branding oh, and sure, yeah. it, you know, the Catholic church is branded a certain way. Um, you, I guess you get the same with, with, uh, AME churches or the first Baptist churches or, Southern Baptist, whatever you want to go, you get you get a certain branding, and then when you go to the the big church with the coffee bar and the band and and Pastor Steve who walks up wearing you know uh, shorts and flip flops and 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 first of all, no pastor should have open toed shoes. No, you know what I'm saying, come no. on now. Nor should they have a man bun. Now I will say, I mean, you know, Jesus had the sandals, right? But Pastor Steve, let's cover, the, <laughs> let's cover them nasty toes. Yeah, you know no, one, I mean? no one wants to see that, but. That's the brand they're going for, and it it stinks for your friend because they obviously got invested into it. And they, they were years into that church, yeah, years, yeah, and now they don't feel like they're comfortable going back, right? So, I mean, I guess the the, the question again the that goes back to the question is church church is church for spiritualness? Is it for your faith? Or are there are a lot of people going to church right now. And not necessarily faking the the religion part, but are they there for the the friendships? Because that was an easy place to make friendships. Yeah, and who knows? I mean, it, for someone like me, I mean, shoot, I, I I married someone of another faith, and we just decided we're going to celebrate everything. Yeah, which hurts my wallet a lot <laughs> because I I got to put out for. All the Christian, all the Christian holidays, and then all the Jewish holidays. Right now, you would think, hey, what Jewish holidays are you spending money on? Oh, trust me, there's <laughs> gifts for those holidays too. But <laughs> we are equal opportunity in this house as far as what gets, what, what's gift giving right. for holiday. But so I, I'm not here to. I, I don't want to think people think we're knocking religion. If if you want to, if you want to practice your faith. And you're going to the church to, to do that. That's great. And if you get community out of that, that's great. The, I guess, and the issues that are coming up with that, with that other uh, YouTube channel, with our friends, is our people there, not living the faith, and just there for their social life. Right, because you gotta you gotta live it all the time, not just on Sunday, and. You know, that's the thing. Like, you can go to church every Sunday, and that's great. And you worship on Sunday, but if you're a, you know, if you're an asshole every other day of the week, then, right. you know. As the old saying goes, we beat this this horse as well. So if uh, if you liked what we had to say, please like, subscribe, share, comment, all of those fun things. And we will see you next time on the Dumb Idea Podcast. <laughs>